ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's something about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dykewood Mills. Dykewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dykewood Mills. That draws us to Hallelujah. I'm glad to announce to you that it's time for testimonies. Hallelujah. I believe that as we listen to the testimonies, God is changing us and blessing us through the testimony. This morning, I want you to help me welcome Daniel Sika to share his testimony with us. Why don't you give him a round of applause as he comes on stage, Daniel Sika, to share his testimony with us. Yeah, I'm Daniel Sika from Tech City Campus, and my testimony is about how I received excellent results through the prayers of our Father. I remember in the first semester, Daddy had a prayer clip that was being circulated in which he prayed for us for our exams, and then he said, uh, May they do better than they've ever done before in this school. So before I wrote, before I wrote my papers, I, I listened to the prayers and I believed in it. So I went to write an accounting paper. And then in the paper, everything went wrong because my balance sheet did not balance. My income statement did not balance. My child balance did not balance. And I made cancellations. And then before the paper ended, I was discouraged. But then when the results came and then I checked it, I realized that I had an A in that paper. And I believe that it's through the prayers of our Father and discovering upon us. So I want to say thank you to Daddy for his prayers and discovering. And then I want to encourage you that Listen to the prayers and the prophecies and believe in them because the prophecy you believe is the prophecy you receive. Thank you. Amen. Why don't you give the Lord a shout of praise? Hallelujah. I see you receiving your testimony in Jesus' name. Amen. We have another testimony. Help me welcome Nade Day to give us her testimony. Please put your hands together as she comes on stage. Oh, please encourage her. As she comes to share her testimony. Hello, I'm Nadia Abose and I'm a chorister. Um, so my testimony concerns um, a visa I applied for and I got through the prophecy of our father. Well, um, I've been traveling and the last time I traveled was in 2013. Basically because I kept, after 2013, I kept applying for visas and then I mean I was always bounced but then I came for the Father's Day service it was a central cafeteria and I recall that he said you're going to travel I mean I want to travel so I'm like amen to that you know 
So I went back home, I spoke to my parents concerning the application, and you know, the thing is when you apply, you, are not re you don't get a refund if, you're, if you don't get a visa. So already they are like, they are wasting their money, but I really want to travel, and then I believed in the prophecy, and I prayed concerning it. So then we did try it, I applied, I went for the appointment some weeks ago, and by the grace of God, I did get a visa. And I didn't just get a visa. I got five years. So I just want to say, I want to thank God so much. I want to thank God so much for this blessing. And I want to thank God for using a vessel like our Father to bless us. And I want to, um, I want to encourage everyone here to believe in the prophecies of our Father. It works. It works. I know it works because I've received my blessing. Thank you so much. Amen. Put your hands together for Nadede. She was actually a first-timer. That was her second time in church, and she received that prophecy. Put your hands together for such a powerful testimony. We have another testimony. Help me welcome Marlene to give us a testimony. Please put your hands together as we welcome Marlene. so much for the life of my father and my testimonies about that. Um, last, last year in July, a word came into my family that my dad was going to die and from an um, unfamiliar source. And I was very terrified. Um, the kind of family I live in, we get to see some things. Things are not really hidden from us. So I don't know why my mother told me, but she woke me up in the middle of the night and told me about it. We prayed, we believed, but I was really terrified. I was so afraid because I was leaving to school in, in August and it came a few weeks before I left. And it said that my dad was going to die in, by the end of October. So I, just, I, was, I told my dad that I would rather stay I won't go again. I believe that maybe if I stayed, he would, he would be alive, or I could even do something about it. And the fear really gripped me. I can, I would, I tried not to be alone, because then I know that if I'm alone, my mind would wander. So I decided to talk to somebody about it. I couldn't keep it. So one Sunday, I decided to talk to Bishop about it, and. And he prayed with me and he said that you will not be fatherless, Molly, you will not be fatherless. And you know the devil, like, even though you've prayed, he will try to trick you. He even made me think that, oh, I'll have a spiritual father, but I will lose my biological father. And I thank God that he really kept my father. Before I left, my father would, I, my father would come and sleep by me and then we'd chat till I left and then when I fall asleep then he will go to bed because I couldn't imagine that I would lose my father and I want to thank God that through the prayers of daddy I, I still have my father and he picked me up from the airport he picked me up my father picked me up from the airport and yesterday he celebrated his 60th birthday and I want to thank God so much for his life and I want to say that 
some of you might, like, when we come and give a testimony, you might despise the whole, and Bishop prayed, and Daddy prayed, you, 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 it's a bad, it's a dangerous thing to get tired of hearing it, or to despise that Daddy prayed, and then I received anything. So I would encourage all of us that we should not despise it. Don't despise anybody's testimony, even if it's a visa, don't despise it, because it's, something means something to somebody. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Marlin for a powerful testimony. Hallelujah. We have another testimony. Let's welcome Demira to give us her testimony. Please put your hands together as we welcome Demira. Please encourage her. Hallelujah. My name is Demira from India. Um, last month, I fell sick and I was admitted in the hospital. And the doctor, I was in so much pain that the doctors didn't want to take so much time to diagnose me and give me the right drugs. So they concluded that I had meningitis, but then they didn't take tests before concluding that. So I was on the drug for five days. Then on the sixth day, a doctor came with the test that I had, t- I had done to show whether I had meningitis or not. And it showed that I didn't have meningitis. So I was taking the wrong drug for six days. And I got so, I got so scared. And the doctors, it looked like they, they were confused because they were... They, they really scared me. And then at the end of the day, they said I had to be discharged. And they still weren't, sh- they weren't sure about what was wrong with me. So then, I believe that it was much more of a spiritual thing than a physical thing. And I kept on listening to the messages that... I kept on listening to the podcast over and over again, believing that I would receive my healing through the messages. And I believe that the messages that Bishop was preaching was spirit and they were life. And I believe that I was going to get life through the podcast. And at the end of the day, without any medicine, without any drugs, after a week or so, I received my healing. And I'm so happy. And also, also, the messages I kept on listening to helped me in my relationship with my father. We became closer, and it's nothing I ever expected in my life. I always thought that I would grow up and be independent. I, not that I didn't need my father, but then, because we didn't have a good relationship, I didn't think we would ever be close. I didn't think I needed him that much. But then after listening to the podcast and realizing that my father's words were everything I needed, I kept on pushing forward and trying to build a good relationship with him. And I believe that I got the good relationship through the messages of Bishop Dag. So I want to encourage all of you to listen to the podcast over and over again. You might miss something, so you have to keep on listening to it over and over again. And you would receive life at any dead part of your life. Yes. Amen. (laughs) 
Thank you so much. Why don't you put your hands together for Demira for a powerful testimony. We have our final testimony. Help me welcome Calvin's to give us his testimony. Please put your hands together as we welcome Calvin's to give us his testimony. Remix. Ladies and gentlemen, why don't you put your hands together as we welcome our father, Bishop Daggerwood Mills. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for today. Thanks for your word. Thanks for guiding us. Thanks for leading us. Thanks for blessing us. We are grateful for your power. And we know that we will never be the same again after today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Now, the fear of the Lord has to do with um, attributing things to God. When you don't have a fear of God, you don't attribute things to God. So, if you take the um, people like those who discovered the planets, many of them discovered the planets, found Jupiter, Saturn, and all these places, but do not attribute the wonders that they've discovered to God. So, I was recently watching a film about the planets some time ago, and um, at the end of it, not even too far into it, you, 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 you see them explaining that the, the earth and the world which we are enjoying and seeing today came about from various explosions and things like that. All right. So again, you see that they don't attribute it to God. Yes. Let's take the human body that is so beautiful and so fantastic. Even the attraction between a man, a male and a female is very mystical. Now how one male will like a female and that same male when introduced to another female will not like that female. It's fantastic. I once watched a film about where they were trying to analyze what makes a person attracted to another. And they came up with so many theories. They were trying to explain something that is very difficult to explain. You know? But Jesus said, no one can come to the Father unless I draw the person. So, again, you can attribute it to God. Or you can attribute it to something else. So when you have the fear of God in you, or the spirit of the fear of God, 
you tend to attribute things to God. If you travel and you arrive safely, so the driver was good. If you travel and you arrive safely, so the bus was good. If you travel and you arrive safely, you say that I usually go by safe um, type of cars or buses or planes. Do you see? So that is the spirit of the fear of God makes you attribute things to God. So when we have testimonies, right, you, you hear somebody saying, uh, oh, uh, this one, I mean, it would have been this anyway. When our sister was the one who was saying that she thought that her father would die, said, well, a prophet has come to say that your father is going to die by this time. And she's also traveling to France for one year. So it's like, will I, will I come and see my father again? I may not come and see him again because in one year's time, by that time, I'll, the only thing I'll hear is that he's dead. So you go for one year and you come back and your father is there. And it's a nice father, somebody who will come and lie by you and be talking to you till you sleep. And then you go back. I mean, it's, it's A4, A it's about A4, A3. Yes, about A483 type of fathers. <laughs> Most of you have not experienced anything like that before. So, attributing things to God is very important and all through your life you must learn to attribute things to God now one of the things that affects us uh, tries to let us not attribute things to God is science when you learn any other scientific subject you find out the reasons for things so there was a man I think his name is Voltaire he wrote a book called the age of reason like we have reached the place where we reason and through that book he drove away that was the beginning of the turning away of Europeans from God the age of reason that book's like we've reached the age or the era or the season or the time where we, we think and we reason we don't just believe things are you with me? So, in this age of reason, we still believe in God and still believe that God's power and God's word is what is working. Yes. So, without that, you cannot do much for God. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Today, we are continuing on our journey looking at not by might nor by power but by my spirit says the Lord Amen so just a quick um, message right here Psalm, um, Psalm 89 Psalm 89 
He said, then thou speakest, verse 19, in a vision to thy holy one and said, I have laid help upon one that is mighty and I have exalted one chosen out of the people. Amen. Verse 20. I have found David my servant and with my holy oil have I anointed him. Verse 21. With whom my hand shall be established and my arm shall strengthen him. Amen. My arm will strengthen him. I'm going to make him stronger. All right. So this passage here starts in verse 19. Again, it's a prophetic passage. And David was prophesying and explaining the anointing that was on his life. All right. And then it starts in verse 19. And I want you to see this very important of how the Holy Spirit comes upon a person. Now, David is the king. There were three kings who ruled over the whole of Israel. Three kings ruled over Israel. The rest of them, all the kings in the Bible, ruled after that Israel was divided into two. Judah and the rest of Israel. Judah was where David came from. They were faithful to David and the rest. So only three kings were in charge of the whole empire of Israel. That is, the first king was Saul. The second king was David. And then David's son, Solomon. After that, no one was able to be a king of everybody. Okay. Now, David was nobody. He was just a singer. He was a musician in the house of the Lord. And then uh, he was a shepherd boy. His father, when they came to call for people to be anointed, to be important, the father completely uh, left him out of the picture. And uh, he was totally not even considered. But God considered him. And then, in Psalm 89, he explains what happened to him, which is what's going to happen to you. He said, thou speakest in a vision to thy holy one. Now, you see, the word holy is a little confusing because it has come to mean, there are some words which we are using wrongly. One of them is holy and one of them is blessed. When you say she's blessed, it means she's got a car or she's got a house or she's got a husband or a beloved 
She's blessed, pa. It almost means something physical. But in the Bible, blessings are not necessarily meaning that. I will bless the Lord at all times. It's not that I will give the Lord cars and I will give him beloveds at all times. Do you see? So the words are being wrongly used. Another word that is not really understood is holy. Holy means to us not fornication. When I don't fornicate, I'm holy. Uh-huh. It's also another word. Because, but we sing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Are you saying that God is not, God has a lot of self-control. And he's really been enabled not to commit fornication. Now, in the dictionary, I found the answer to this um, meaning of the word holy. I was surprised. And it's, uh, you know, you use basic dictionaries. You get uh, better sometimes understanding. It says that you say that something is holy when it is special to God or for a religious purpose. So, you, you say that something is holy when it is special. Okay? So, thou speakest in a vision to your special one. Yes. And said, so, one of the things is, if you are in this church, just in this church, I, I can tell you that you are special. Yes. I think so. Because I believe that there is something special about being called to work for God. You see, most of the time when you are in church, you are going to receive blessings, help. You are going to receive the word of God. And most churches do that, which is good. But here, we tend to try to get you to also work. So then coming to church sometimes becomes like going to work. Is it not true? Yes. So that's what I mean by special. But not that we are better than anybody. We are not better than anybody. But it's like it's unusual in the sense that going to church now means going to work for God. Hey! It's not about wearing your Sunday best. It's about work, wearing your working gear. Is it not true? And getting down to the job of winning souls and doing something for God. Amen. Amen. So, I, thou hast spoke, thou hast spoken, thou, then thou speakest in vision to thy holy one. So, when you are special to God, he will speak to you. So, if you hear God speaking to you, it means you are special. And if he speaks to you in vision, by a vision or by somebody who has a vision, 
Because he didn't say in a vision, he said in vision. So it means there's a vision somewhere. So maybe there's a man or somebody with a vision. And God speaks to you. You are special. That is why it is actually pathetic. The fact that many of us, many of us here are younger ones, many of us have had fathers who were spoken to but declined. He said, oh no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know. Look, many of you cannot imagine your mothers as a sexy, beautiful lady. Neither, neither can you imagine your fathers as rapping a girl. But that is what happened for you to be here. Do you understand? Yes. So in the same way, some of you cannot imagine your fathers being offered work, come and work for the Lord and they rubbishing it. That's why when you read a verse like this, you see David was saying fantastic things. He says, you spoke in a vision to your Holy One and said, this is what he said, I have laid help upon one that is mighty. In other words, I have helped supernaturally. You see, people don't attribute things to God. The difference between David and other people is that he attributed everything he had to God, which is the spirit of the fear of God. I think it is from God. I believe it is from God. I believe God is the source. So David the king, unlike the other, you'll be wondering why is David called the man after God's heart? Yes. Why? So David says, I have laid help. The, the help that is laid on you is the Holy Ghost and the power of the anointing that is laid upon. I've laid help on one that is mighty. Now, this also shows you that God doesn't just anoint just anybody. Look at the two words that he uses. You spoke to your holy one and you helped a mighty one. I, I have spoken, speakest in a vision to a holy person and who is special to me and I have helped somebody who is mighty. You see, laziness, weakness in everything in life doesn't help the anointed. So when you even become anointed at a time, you even wonder, is it might, the person's physical might is, is hard work that is working or is the anointing? When Elijah was ending his ministry, unfortunately, 
through this woman, Jezebel. When there is a Jezebel in your life, you end your ministry prematurely. You resign prematurely. You hand over prematurely. Things terminate prematurely when there is a Jezebel. Yes. You go on journeys you would never have gone on. Elijah started traveling. He would never have traveled to all those places. You might even migrate when you shouldn't migrate. When there's a Jezebel somewhere. You see erratic and unusual behavior in men of God. When there's a Jezebel in their lives. You can watch them and you see the person's behavior abnormally. Often there's a Jezebel at the background. Yes. You see, the, you see the person becoming depressed. A, a man of God, you see that he's depressed. Elijah was depressed. He said, it is enough. You see a, a man of God say, I don't want to continue in the ministry. It's because, of a Jeze- it's because of a Jezebel in the background. Yes. He said, it's enough. Then he wants to die. That's depression. So let me die. Anyway, enough of that. When Elijah was sent to find somebody to take his place, since he said he has had enough, never say I've had enough. These words, be careful of I'm tired, I've had enough, and let me die. Be very careful of it in your life. When you joke with it, you see that it will happen. I'm tired, I'm tired of this, I'm tired of that. Before you realize, God will take it seriously. You said you are tired. I've got another guy here called Elisha. And um, he's not tired. Are you tired? Are you tired already? Don't be tired, though. Are you tired of singing? Are you tired of being corrected? Are you tired of having rehearsals and not being asked to sing? Not at all. No, as soon as you say you are tired. Ah, this one is not tired. Call, call her. Call him. Elijah said, "It." it he said, "It is enough. Enough." enough i've done enough i've done some i've done my part be careful of those type of thinking eh? yes i've been very jealous i am left the only one we are not the only one no, but he said it is enough let me die now when he went to look for elisha he didn't go to look for somebody sleeping elisha was plowing Elisha was working in the field. Working hard. Twelve yoke of oxen. And he was with the twelfth. Hey. He didn't go and and call a lazy person. A person who doesn't go to church. A person who doesn't work well. He said, thou speakest in a vision to thy holy one 
and said, first of all, holy or special, and said, I have laid help on one that is already mighty. So if you want God to use you and be anointed, you must decide to be both holy and mighty. Now, special, being special is to be different. Why? Why do I say that? Because everybody has sex before marriage. Everybody is spiritually, that is what is even normal. True or not true? Everybody has a girlfriend from about some young age. Everybody has a boyfriend. Is it not true or it's true? Yes. One of my pastors was telling me, he said that he doesn't want to do the marriage counseling anymore, especially the part about sex. Because the people that is counseling, they are laughing at him in their in, in, in their heads. They know everything. So he said he doesn't want to do the counseling again because what he's saying number one you do the number they know everything they are laughing at you so to not listen to be special is to not do that that makes you odd that makes you special that makes you special that's why fornication and those things is one aspect of being special but it is an aspect of holiness it's just one thing that makes you there are a lot of things that make you special useless socializing is the character of almost everybody has what we call useless socializing Keep preaching. watching of television useless socializing watching of movies and learning bad things is chatting endlessly about nothing What's happening now? Their WhatsApp is now. It's almost like God. Anything that makes you unusual makes you holy before God. Are you listening to me? Anything. When God separates you, you are special and holy. Hallelujah. So he said, thou speakest in a vision to your special holy person. That's why God told Samson, don't drink. Don't cut your hair. I am going to use you. And he was a Nazarite from the time that he was born. Anytime you take away what makes you special or unusual, you are taking away what makes the reason for God to use you? Yes. So once you want to be like others, I want to be like all my sisters. I want to be like all my friends. I want to be like my mates. I want to be like all lawyers. I want to be like all doctors. I want to be like all graduates. I want to be like, once you are like that, no, it, it, it's no more. He says, thou speakest in a vision to thy holy one. 
one who is special. These are the people that God anoints. Yes. And I have laid help on one that is mighty. And sometimes you even want, but you're already mighty. Why should God help you? It's like watching lions. There is no animal stronger than a lion. Especially the male lions. The women do all the hunting. But the males, they are very strong. A buffalo. Have you seen a buffalo before? Have you seen a buffalo before? Real one? A buffalo can be as big as from here to the pole. Yeah. Something like this. Huge. Long. Very long. And not like a cow. Very big. And a lion can bring them, but usually not one lion, several lions. And I asked myself that, why is it that leopards, I thought when I first started to understand animals, I thought that oh, if you are a leopard, you can't fight with a lion. If you are a tiger, you can't fight with a lion. If you are a cheetah, you can fight. And I realized that the lion is bigger and stronger than all of them. So when a leopard sees a lion, he runs away fast. Because even though the lions, lions only eat animals which eat grass. So they don't eat animals which eat meat. I don't know how they know. God. Huh? How wonderful God. If they they kill a a hyena which eats meat, they just leave. They don't eat it. They don't eat such animals. It's only in severe droughts that there's something, those things will change. So they just kill them. So they all run away. But even though the lion is the mighty one, is the only one who also works in a team. Mm. You, you get what I'm saying? Whereas the leopards, they live alone. And they live in trees. And they don't relate with anybody except for sex. When it's time to have sex. They come together mysteriously. One will be 15 kilometers away and it will come and they will meet. They will stay together for sex. And then after that, go. A bit like some of the women leopards we have today. After they have had sex. After they have had sex. And... After they have had sex and they have had a child, they don't need the man anymore. So a lot of sisters, a lot of women that we have today are leopard women. It's a leopard spirit. They don't stay together. So I've had you and I've had the seed. I've had a child. I don't need you. I stay on my own. mightier than everybody else but he rather works in a team it's as if they they discuss that is why when you watch animals you realize that when God speaks to you you don't need to hear a voice you know there will be 20 some will go left, go right some will go here 
and we'll go and wait here. Then the lion will go here. When the people see the lion, they'll start running and then the others are waiting here. And they just run to them and then they cut them. Without talking. Without like saying, uh, I'm going to the left, you go to the right. You know, I know you know. So that's how the Holy Spirit speaks. You, you start to know, I know I must go left, I know I must go right. Yes. How do they know? God lets them know. Now the Bible is saying, I have laid help on one that is already mighty. He is the one I'm helping again. Yeah. The one who is diligent in his life, his life is already going to work well in a certain way. And I've come to help, lay help on one that is mighty already. One that already passes his exams. I've come to anoint the person. One that already knows how to cook. I'm anointing her and blessing her with beauty for ashes. It's already mighty. But I'm laying help on one that is mighty. If you have time to be with me, one day I'll show you a film. I'll show you a film of Michael Jackson. Practicing in his studio, working in the night. The best, the highest, 25 years. When you go near people who do well, you will never be sure. Is it the hard working or the anointing or a gift or what? Is it a talent or is it hard work? It will always confuse you. It shows you here. Because the help is given to one that is already mighty. So you see that this person, he would have done well even in secular life. Yes. In secular life, if he had not even gone to work for God, he would have done well. He, he would have risen. He would have been this. He would have been that. He would have gone forward. And God chooses such people and lays help on them. That's why when I see people who had A, first class, law, medicine, different things, high things, and they start rejecting God as if they are too good for God to use like they are too excellent for such things like preaching and working for God I can see a maximum delusion working in them it's rather because you are mighty that is laying help on you yes I love it Thou speakest in a vision. In vision, in vision. That means in under inspiration to thy holy one. Yes. God spoke to me, and God is speaking to you too. Surely butterflies in America and North Carolina. Who now turn around to fly? About 600 
kilometers to Mexico. Surely you can do better than the butterflies who are not hearing any voice but seem to know the direction where they are supposed to go for 600 kilometers to fly to Mexico as a butterfly. If you have time to be with me, I will show it to you on a film. Butterflies, I mean, thousands of them know that we are to leave Carolina, North Carolina now and start a journey to Mexico. And they all fly. Butterflies, not birds, butterflies. No compass. And they do it every year. And when they get there and they give it, they die. The next year, the ones which come also know the way. Uh, you will know the way by the Holy Spirit. Sit down, sit down. I don't joke with things that the Holy Spirit makes me know. And things the Holy Spirit makes me like. And people the Holy Spirit brings to me. The other day, I, I look at myself. This one should stay with me. This one should stay with me. That's the Holy Spirit. Surely a shark who is swimming from North America under the do you know that under is black is able to swim up to South Africa and come back from South Africa. They put this thing on it. They put a tax, electronic, and they follow it straight to South Africa and then swim back to America for summer holidays. It's gone for summer holidays. It's come back. Surely, surely you, you who have the Holy Spirit can do better than a shark swimming under the water. Black Black water. When the Holy Spirit is showing you something and making you to know, it's like you know in yourself, you know, I know, this is it, I know, I know, I know. Now let me tell you, you know what will confuse you most is sex. Sex is a very strong, because it's also what draws the animals. And we are sort of animal-like. When you can set aside sex, almost everything that you begin to know supernaturally is right. It's from the Holy Spirit. Almost everything else. Yes. Because sex is the only thing that if I'm being drawn also, I need Vivaldi, I need Vivaldi, I'll become confused that maybe it is about sex. But when the sex part is not there, it's so clear. Yes. That knowing God makes you to know. God makes Jesus said, No one can come unless the Father draws him. Are you there? He has laid help on one that is mighty. So be mighty. Don't be don't be don't be nothing. Don't say I'll not I'll not I'll not finish school. I'll not pass exams. I'll not learn how to cook. I'll not be diligent. I'll not wake up early. I'll not pray. I'll just be there. No. He's laid help on one that is mighty. 
It's amazing. Those of you who did shallow courses, courses that are not very good, easy to get, easy to pass. Some of your education is poor, and especially a poor type of related schools. Your education is poor. When we censor people on their mission, they always struggle. That is why now we are having to retrain people so much. Because we are training you to be mighty. Because the help is laid on him that is mighty. If a girl is tempting you. If a girl is tempting you. She's waving. The buttocks. If. You are not mighty. You, you cannot stand. You need might. So that even when she waves like this, you say, oh, clear off from there. You are receiving might from the Lord today. Sit down. Verse 20. How many will remember this verse for the rest of your life? Yes. Verse 20. Then he said, I have found David. You'll be found. Wow, I have found David. 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 You are the next to be found by God. Do you know how many people you have to appoint when you become a president of Ghana? I hear you have to appoint about 5,000 people. Yes, like director of this. Apart from minister of health and deputy minister of health, there are many positions. Yes, security, hidden job, secretary of this, this, of that. Plan, there are about 5,000. And do you know the greatest difficulty for the president? He doesn't know so many people. Do you see? And if he can get a good person, it's a blessing. Yes. You know, because you need a good person when you have a bad person. You know, people who are not the president, they cause more problems than the president. Yes. Is it true or not true? Yes. They cause more problems. So God scanned through the whole of Israel. They said, I found David. I found David. I found David. I have found 
David. I found David. I found David. I pray and I declare God will say, I found Julia. I found Rachel. I found Joshua. I found Cadella. I found you. God will say, I found you. Now, when he finds you, he takes his precious ointment, precious oil. That's what he's about to do. So, this is exactly what I was looking for. Bring my oil. Bring my anointing. It's not by power. It's not by. It's not. I know he's mighty. I know he's mighty already, and I know he's holy already. But it's not by might. It's not by power. It's by my spirit, says the Lord. And he calls for his anointing oil. And he anoints him. You will be anointed with fresh oil. I hope you brought your oil. Always have it around. Because I want to put it on your head so that you, you sense in reality that you are you have been found by God and you are anointed by God. Sit down. As for the anointing there, we can talk about it for a long time. You, if you are standing, you means we should take away the chairs because you will never sit down. Verse 21. With whom my hand shall be established. You know, sometimes God will stretch out his hand, help nervous, and take his hand back. But in the case of the anointed, his hand will just rest on you. My hand will be established and settled in your cases and all the things that have to do with you. Amen. Somebody called me and asked me to help someone. I said, I know him, I will help him. Because I know him long ago. But I said only one condition. My hand shall not be established with him. I will help him once and I will take my hand away. My hand will not be established with him. I will help him once and I will not help him again. In fact, twice. And I will help him. Whenever God looks, he sees some people that are dripping with his oil. And those people, his hand is permanently involved in whatever you are doing. And mine arm also shall strengthen him. How many have fallen into sin before? Huh? God is strengthening you. You will not fall again. 
you will not fall again. You will hear about people falling, but you will not fall. You will see a thousand falling on your left and ten thousand on your right, but you will not fall. Sit down. One day, I went for a wedding. And during the wedding, we went actually a wedding and then reception, then the dinner. When we went for the dinner, the dinner was in a restaurant. And it was a restaurant that I knew and I liked and everything. It wasn't like a restaurant I didn't know. I liked it. And then I was hungry also. Then they brought food. Food that I liked. When the food came on the table, my wife was sitting by me. I received strength of the Lord not to eat the food yes. as the food dangled in front of me my wife was also dangling the food in front of me on the right and everybody was dangling even though it was a temptation I received strength something in me knew that I don't have to eat this food don't eat yes you will see nice something in front of you and you will say no I don't, I don't need it I don't need it sit down sit down everybody ate except me and everybody was sick except me from the next day everybody including I think admission to hospital Strength came to me. I look at it. You are receiving strength from God. Mine arm shall strengthen him. Sit down. One day I met a strange woman. I thought I was counseling her. Not knowing that as I was counseling her, she was advancing. I thought that my counseling was working. She thought that her advancing was working. We got to, we were walking somewhere, then we got to a place. There was nobody there. And I was counseling. But the anointing was on me. (laughs) So when we got to this place and the counseling was going on, and suddenly she she so I I don't know, I don't know why it occurred to me. So I asked her, so so what do you want me to do? She said. 
down, sit down. He said, Mine arm also shall strengthen him. That was a beautiful girl. Voluptuous. Delicious. Fantastic. And here was I with a scholarship for everything. I looked at her and the Holy Ghost strengthened me. And I said, no thank you. It was as though somebody had offered me snake stew. That I should eat snake stew. With snake heads. And I said, no, I don't eat snake stew. Snake head. I don't, I don't like it. It was like, but it, it wasn't snake stew. It was meat stew. But all the meat in the stew turned to snake heads. You are receiving divine strength from God. All those who are struggling with pornography, sexual sins, immorality. God is giving you strength by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Receive the anointing. Verse 22. The enemy shall not exact. Put the um, American version, NASB. This one is blind, yes. The enemy will not deceive him. You see, the reason why you need the anointing as a young person is a lot of things are not true. The Holy Spirit by the anointing will show you that it's not true. You don't you don't need this. Yes, it's not true. The enemy will not deceive you. The enemy will not deceive you. The enemy will not deceive you. So even when somebody tell, tells you a lie because of the anointing. You will not believe it. A certain brother, he entered a relationship with a sister and he asked the sister, Are you a virgin? Yes. And she said, I am. She said what? I am. But she was not. Somebody who has even given birth before. When the anointing is on you. Look at what it says. The enemy will not deceive him. 
Receive the anointing on your eyes. So, the person will look beautiful. Beautiful. But you will not be deceived. A lot of brothers in this church, their eyes are opening. It's because of the, the preaching and the anointing. The eyes are open. They don't just take it because you are beautiful. We are coming for you. No, 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 no. First love church, we don't use outward appearances for marriage. No. You see some people. Shh, when you when you say hello, they say hello. Where, where are you from? But they start speaking. I can tell that like from He has not been abroad before. <laughs> the enemy will not deceive you because of the anointing. Nor the son of wickedness afflict him. One of the reasons for praying for you and anointing you, a lot of things are caused by spirits. In Israel, the oil is used for many things. They take the sheep, you hold your sheep, you sit by your sheep, and you you, you sit by your sheep. Can I sit here? Okay. And you hold your sheep and you take the oil and you wrap. Your sheep will be sitting there with you. You wrap the sheep. Wrap it with oil. Wrap it. Wrap under. Wrap the head, the ears. Wrap. Because the insects, the insects, if you see buffaloes and some of these, they are tormented by flies and so they, they go into mud. They enter rivers and go into mud and turn over and come out with mud on them to protect them from the flies and the insects which are tormenting them. You see, there are a lot of evil spirits working, tormenting, frightening, fear. Depression. A young person like you, how can you start crying? How can you start waking up and you can't sleep again at your age? You haven't even married or had marital problems before. Yet you wake up and you can't sleep. Why? At your age, you're having financial problems. why the anointing they say either you believe it or not the Holy Spirit is the anointing Spirit of the Lord is upon me and David said the enemy the son of wickedness cannot afflict me afflictions of the wicked are broken in your life today in Jesus name I declare every affliction in your life cast today in Jesus name the doctors the meaning of the word idiopathic unknown cause unknown 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 etiology unknown we don't know where it's from many 
things are like that. Many things are like that. Unknown, 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 unknown. So many people have hypertension. One out of three in Japan, one out of two. The cost of nine, even you will not want to know a cost. The cost is unknown. Unknown. Nobody has found the cause. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Whatever wickedness is determined against you by the anointing, I declare that it is broken over your life. Yeah. 23. But I shall crush his adversaries back to King James back to King James I shall crush his adversaries, I will beat down I will beat down his foes, I will beat them down before God is beating you see that's why anointed people look they like they look super an anointed person is like Spider-Man or Batman or something like that. It's like he wins every fight. Yes. He wins every fight. Like Spider-Man, Superman, Batman, Tarzan, Rambo. All these, all these films are our imaginations of what a super person is like. But a real super person is created by the anointing on his life. It's the anointing that makes you Tarzan. It's the anointing that makes you win. I'll beat them, I'll beat them down. I'll, I'll crush them. And I'll plague them that hate him. You know, when somebody is fighting against me, and really fighting against me, I have always only two thoughts. Only two thoughts. I've learned. One, God is using that person to direct me or to humble me or something. But my prayer for the person is that that is not, my prayer for that person is that that is the case. That's my prayer for the person. That is the case that God has chosen the person to humble me or to direct me or something like that that is my prayer because that's my prayer for the person that that may be the case because the other alternative is that the person will disappear read it it says I will beat down his foes before his face and plague them that hate me as far back as the canteen when we were in the medical school canteen there were people that harassed us Every time we came to Did you hear the baby crying? We don't have a children's church But we will soon have You will will feel free to give birth So you can come to church And feel free to give birth You will feel free to give birth Because as for marrying You will marry And as for nice Your marriage will be nice sisters and leopard leopard women will all change 
Listen, don't miss this point. Oh. Even as far back as the canteen, people harassed us, tormented us. One day, there arose a watchman, a security man, who had his own personal harassment, which hadn't got any solution to. He'll come and close them. I was like, we can't, we cannot have church. We cannot. Short time, the man was dead. And the church continued without him opening and closing doors. That was it. That's why I said that I pray that it is you have been sent by God as let's say Pharaoh or one of these hardened hearted whatever, because that will be better. But if it is not, you are not being used by God for that. According to this one, it says, I will beat down his foes. God is beating down all types of enemies in your life. And plague them that hate him. Verse 24. But my faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him. Wow. Change it to the American. American. Change it. My faithfulness and loving kindness will be with him. Change it back to the King James. My faithfulness and my mercy. How many would like to work for somebody who will always be forgiving you? You know you can work for somebody who will not forget about things. Yes. My mercy. My mercy. My mercy. You see, when God has chosen you, you you are blessed. The reason why people don't divorce is not that something hasn't happened in the marriage. But mercy has kept the marriage going. But not that nothing bad has happened. Yes. My faithfulness and my mercy. And in my name shall his horn be exalted. God is going to exalt your horn. Your horn is a symbol of who you are. Once I was in Kenya and I saw antelopes, but I didn't know there was a difference. Then the driver or the guide told us that, do you see amongst the antelope, only one of them has horns. So I looked again and I said, that is the male. He, he, all these are his wives. <laughs> the horns distinguish him from the others. Yes. The horns distinguish him from the others. So when he says your horn shall be exalted, it's like your identity shall be lifted up high. Nobody knew the name Dag in Ghana. It's not a name, it's not a name from Ghana. It's not like Kofi. It's not like Kweku. Kwame. It's not like Frederick. No, huh? Emmanuel. Nobody knew the name Dag in Ghana. Yes. True or not true? But God has made that name to be a name that is known. Your identity will be exalted. 
prophecies that you are hearing today will happen practically in your life. Verse 25. I will set his hand also in the sea and his right hand in the rivers. Verse 26. He shall cry unto me, thou art my father, my God, the rock of myself. Go back to verse 25. He shall set his hand in the sea and his right hand in the rivers. Look, this one speaks of traveling. Your hand will be over there. See, right now, right now, my hand is in the seas. Yeah. I have sons on islands. Jamaica is an island. Trinidad is an island. Guyana, St. Lucia, St. Kitts, Bermuda. All these places, my hands are in the seas. Solomon Islands. In... uh, Vanuatu, they are all islands. Fiji, all the islands in the Pacific. How can I go from Kolegono? He says, I will set his hand in the sea and his right hand in the rivers. At least River Niger, there you cross it. River Niger is the one coming from Nigeria. And comes down, it comes into Nigeria. It comes from Niger, it comes into Nigeria. To Cameroon a bit? Yes, Niger River. At least Volta River. Which of course. Ah. His hand in the rivers. You cross River Pra, River Densu. Oh. Small traveling in your life. Can you put your hand in the river if you are so far from the river? Yes. One time I was by the sea of Port Elizabeth. Beautiful sea. My hand was right there in the ocean. One time I was in Miami and I put my hand green. The water is, the water is green. My hand was in the ocean. One time I was by the river Niger in Mali. <laughs> Sitting by the river. I can show you a documentary we filmed outside the river Niger. I'll put his hand in the rivers. Niger today. Amazon. Somebody invited me to the Amazon a, a town by the Amazon river. Cities. You'll be there. You will be there in the name of Jesus. Can you put your hand in the rivers? You see, so to go to the nations of the world is by the anointing. Yes. I declare you an anointed child in the name of Jesus. Verse 26. He shall cry unto me, Thou art my father, my God, and the rock of my salvation. 27. And I will also make him my firstborn. Higher, 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 higher than the kings of the earth. (laughs) 
You see, when you are anointed, the kings of the earth, you are higher than them. One day I was looking at a president who was behaving, I said, I said, you, one day you will be, you see, one day I went for a funeral in Ghana and then I saw a one of our former presidents sitting there sleeping. When we finished, he got up to drive his old Chenchema pickup. Do you know Chenchema? It's a word, Chenchema. It's not a Greek word, it's a, it's a, it's a word. <laughs> I said, it's a president. Is this a president? What is a president? I will make you higher than the kings of the earth. This president, people that work for me, don't love them. Most of the people that are with me, well, they love me. Yes. President, they don't love them. They are looking for money. They are looking for whatever. You can bribe them. You can give them money. But when somebody loves you, you cannot bribe them. What are you talking about? Many people who are NDC today were NPP before. And if NPP wins, you see a lot of NDC people becoming NPP just now. <laughs> it says, I will make him my firstborn higher than the kings of the earth. Amen. Verse 28. My mercy will I keep for him forever my mercy do you know that as I speak right now they are building uh, hospitals do you know why they are building a hospital they know people are going to get sick they know people are going to get sick so they've started construction they've started what construction of what hospital to cater for what somebody who's going to get sick when in the future they expect it God knows you are going to sin God knows you are going to make a mistake God knows you will fall God knows you are not perfect so he started construction of his mercy bowl of your mistake he has prepared a mercy bowl for you and is about to deploy and ready to deploy as soon as you may because you are a human being you are a human being you are a human being you are not an angel anybody who is getting married and wants to be married to an angel resign now come out of your relationship right now Yes. Resign now. My perfect angel, her. Please leave. Those of you who are planning for that, as soon as we close, come. I'll be sitting over there. I'm going to break all your relationships. 
my mercy will I keep for him forevermore. And my agreement, my covenant shall stand fast with him. God has an amazing covenant with you. Amen. Are you excited about God's amazing What agreement has God got with you? Many years ago, God showed me a dream. In the dream, I was walking by a road like this. There was nobody. I was the only one in the, in the dream. Then I came across sand, like you see outside, heap of sand right behind this door. When I got it there, it was heaps of gold coins. Can you imagine if those stones there are gold coins? It will finish instantly, just now. <laughs> Please, everybody, look and see the heap at the back there, in the middle, the, the black, black stone. Please look at it. Can you see? Yes. It was made of gold, not stones. When I got there, I said, wow. Can somebody please put your hand and just take one handful and bring to me? Yes, just one handful. Yes. Do you love it too? One handful. Look at. Thank you. You can go. I want to join me in the preaching. This is all. I said, look at this huge heap. He said, no, 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 no. Just take one. Put it in your pocket and keep walking. So I was going to say, oh. Then he told me He said on the journey That I am taking you on There are many of these Hips there Many Do you know that Do you know that that is a covenant That is something God told me At the beginning of my ministry It means I can never be in need he said, my covenant shall stand fast. It means I cannot be in need. I'll always have something to take for what I need. I don't need to gather it up and store and sit by it and guard it and turn my ministry into gold coin center with uh, gold all those who need gold come. No. Just take what you need and just keep moving. Only one handful is enough. Can you imagine if this was gold? Do you know how much it is? So that's it. My covenant shall stand fast. You see, sometimes you make an agreement with God. Lord, if you, if you will, in Genesis 28, I think verse 20 or 30, somewhere at the end there, 
what's his name made an agreement said if the lord will be with me and the lord will keep me as i go uh, then this stone shall be his house and i will give him a tithe the lord will give me bread the lord will keep me then this house shall be his house this pillar shall be god's house and of all that he gives me i'll give him one tenth that's a covenant of israel with god Today, Jews pay billions of dollars as tithes. It's a covenant. They are the richest. Facebook owner is Jew. Goldman Sachs owner is Jew. Microsoft CEO is Jew. Everybody, they're all Jews. All Jews, they're everywhere. Where there's money, they are Jews. My covenant. So today, I don't know what God has told you to do. But I suspect that you are better than a butterfly. Who doesn't know his left from his right? And that God can put certain things in your heart and say, this is what you must do. Don't miss it. And seek for the anointing. That's what you need. And follow what he says. What he says, it's okay. It's okay. It's enough. Don't struggle. I don't, I don't, I don't need to struggle for money. I don't have to. Or to please anybody or to impress anybody. It's what he told me. And it's what I'm experiencing. Even at the beginning of the ministry. I always have had enough. From the first day when I moved into my house which was uncompleted. God had provided for me. Few people at my age had an uncompleted house. As I had. Few. I didn't know anybody like that. At my age, in my 20s, I have a house. Hey, how old are you? Do you have a house? That's his covenant with me. In my 20s, Yes, not in my 40s, my 20s, without owing anybody. That's going to be your story. My covenant will I keep with him. So, brothers and sisters, I need you to pray. You see, when I throw it, it's so small. I need you to pray for the Holy Spirit and seek the Holy Spirit. Sit down. Turn to John 14. Just John 14. I need us to end with that verse 14. John 14. Yes. Verse 16. I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Listen, when Jesus was going away and he wanted to leave the disciples something, he didn't say, I'm going to pray the Father for financial support. 
Money is a weak God. Very, money cannot buy love. I, I can tell you so many things money cannot, money cannot buy or do. Like, money cannot buy loyalty. Like, I want you to be loyal to me. I can't buy it. The one who can pay more will get your loyalty. Money cannot make somebody like you. Even if you are the richest man's daughter. You can't. I, I mean, I can call this brother, stand up, um, James. And I, I can call him after and I can give him um, 500 CDs and I say, love, what's your name? Stand up, Miriam. I, say, I can call him and say, love Miriam. I give you 500 CDs. Will it work? Huh? So, it won't work. When I tell you to love her, I've given you money. It won't work. It will still not work. And when you are married, if he falls, we falls, he might, she, it doesn't make her laugh. Loyalty, affection. When people have affection for you, you can't make somebody have affection for you with money. Money cannot buy happiness. Like we are in the house, we are happy. Let's say you are in the house, you are laughing. <laughs> and you are just happy, like there's happiness. Money cannot do that. You can have a lot of a lot of money. People are sad. Money cannot buy life. When Bob Marley was just 30, 31 years old or 30, whatever, he had his pain in his toe. And he went to the, the doctor. And he said, because he likes soccer, his pastime, Bob Marley's pastime was playing soccer. So he used to play soccer. So he thought it was from the football. And when he went, they told him, you have cancer of your toe. Yeah. And that they wanted to cut off uh, his, his, they wanted to cut off his toe or his leg or whatever. And he said, no, no, no. It would affect his dancing and his music. Yeah. So he didn't, he didn't take the, he did, they just did something small and left it. If they didn't take his advice. Money, he, 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 Bob Marley was called a superstar in his time. He was a super, even one time he had a concert with Lionel Richie and all the other stuff. They, nobody wanted to hear, they only wanted to hear Bob Marley. He was, he was called a superstar in his time. By 35, he was gone. He had his last concert. He said when they were doing the, they, they, they do sound practice and stage practice, unlike the stars. They do sound practice and stage practice. They come early and they do the test. Do you understand? So the last time before he died, the lady was, his wife was, because his wife was one of the singers, the three wheelers. One of it is his wife. She said, look, we practice. So, ah, every time they say, oh, do it again. And they'll do the sound check. They t- said, you have never done a sound check like that before. Sound, they sound, uh, it was his last. For that night, when he did the night, he never sang again. That was his end. Was taken to Germany. There was a man, he said, that man can cure cancer. They took him to Germany. They, he spent Christmas there. 
they did everything and at the point the, people, the, the German people told him we cannot do anything else for him it would be better for him to go back so he was flying to Jamaica back home when he got to Miami his condition became worse. so they took him from Miami because he changed a plane in Miami to go to Jamaica so they, when they got to Miami they went to the hospital he was dying and they called the children to come that was it millions Everybody knew he was dying. All the people around, everybody now started, who is going to get what? Who is going to get what? Who is going to get what? Yes. Money can't buy life. So, Jesus did not promise his disciples money. But rather promised them something far greater than money. He promised them the comfort. The Holy Spirit. I'll give you the comforter. Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Verse 17. I will give you the comforter. Even the spirit of truth. Whom the world cannot receive. But you can receive. You see people cannot receive the Holy Spirit. People can't have the Holy Spirit. But you can have the Holy Spirit. You can actually become anointed. Every Christian can be anointed with the Holy Spirit. And why can the world not receive him? Because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. That is why I have been teaching you from Psalm 89 about the anointing. So that you will see him at work. And you will know him. When you, when you see that God is strengthening you, it's the Holy Spirit who is strengthening me. You will know that these are works of the Holy Spirit. When he's setting your hand in a river, anytime we go anywhere, God blesses you to get to a river or an ocean. Put your hand in and say, hey, this is the anointing. If it was not the anointing, I will not be at this ocean. I will never put my toes in this water. But by the anointing, there are places you will see. You see, the world cannot receive the Holy Spirit because they don't see the Holy Spirit. They don't, they don't know that it's the Holy Spirit. Like if you see me here, somebody may come and say, oh, this guy, he's got a leadership acumen. He's this, he's that. He has this. But you see, that's the world. But you, the church, you are supposed to see. If you don't see where and how the Holy Spirit works, you cannot receive the Holy Spirit. So you need to see the Holy Spirit at work. When you see me working or doing anything, see the Holy Spirit at work. When I teach and you understand, see the Holy Spirit at work. When you see me building a church, like we build this church, see and, and diagnose in your soul and your heart the presence of the Holy Spirit. Don't take things for God. Don't have a spirit of the world who cannot receive or cannot see the Holy Spirit. Don't relate to me because I'm a half caste or I am a half caste. Don't relate to me because I'm taller than you. Don't relate to me for any of those reasons. Relate with me because you sense and see the Holy Spirit at work. Now notice the next beautiful part. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. He dwelleth with you and shall be in you. He dwelleth with you and shall be in you you see the Holy Spirit maintains three what I call wrap around relationships with us 
The Holy Spirit wants to wrap around you. Yes. He wants to be, and each one has a different effect. If only you have time. Each has a different effect. He, he is with you. <laughs> He's with you. That is Zephaniah 3, 17. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is with you. Is mighty. Eh? And then he shall be in you. You see, then there's another effect of all that. Out of your belly. Out of your belly. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And all the wonderful gifts of the spirit that come. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's from the presence of the Holy Spirit within you. Yes. And then he shall be upon you. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Look for 18. The spirit of the Lord is upon. So it's, it, it now becomes the Holy Spirit with you. Hmm. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit with you. Almost all the Old Testament, all they had was the Holy Spirit is with you. Yes. Bible says the Lord was with Joseph and made all that he did to prosper. Genesis. He said the Lord was with Joseph. He was with Joseph. He was with Joseph. The Lord is with you. The Lord with you causes so many other effects. The Lord was with Joseph and caused all that he did to prosper. That is the Lord is with you. He is with you, but he shall move inside you. And then, there will be yet another. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Yeah, you see that the Lord was with Joseph. 39, yeah. With. (laughs) You see, the Lord with you can do something similar to the Lord in you. And sometimes similar to what Lord upon you. But they are all different things. They are all different things. He's in me. He's in me. Him being in you is your reason for overcoming. Greater is he that is in me. Than he that. You have overcome. You have overcome. Little children. Because he is in you. First John 4. He is in you. You have overcome little children. Greater is he that is in you. And he that is in each one has a different effect, but beautiful, beautiful. So when we talk about the anointing, it's all these fantastic relationships that you are to develop. Now notice what he says: He is in you. Greater is he that is in you; he shall be in the world. But I like go back to John fourteen verse seventeen quickly. I'm showing you the Holy Spirit. Look, we are not in a university; we are in a church. It says. The spirit of truth, the world cannot receive it. When I stand before people who are in the world, they, 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 they don't see the Holy Spirit in me. They don't see. Yesterday I was at the airport eating food, breakfast. I was coming to Ghana. I was in the restaurant. But the restaurant doesn't have a wall. It has glass so the people who are walking can see. So as I was just cutting my sausage to eat, a man ran and came to kneel down just as the sausage was entering my mouth. (laughs) 
He said, I can never pass by this opportunity. He said, I am only listening to you preaching. He said, I have Macarius in my back here. He took his phone. It's not in our, it's not in our church. He took his phone. I'm list- this is my podcast. I'm listening. And then he presented an envelope. He said, I, when I saw I said, I don't know where I will see you. I have an offering. So as the sausage was going in my mouth, then the payment for the sausages was also coming. <laughs> Look at the 16. People in the world, look at the 16. People in the world cannot receive. Uh, the 17, sorry. People in the world, they don't see the Holy Spirit. But that man who was passing by, he could, it's not because of my family name or something or whatever, but is they see the Holy Spirit and the anointing that is working. Hallelujah. It seeth him not. Neither knoweth him. Eh? They don't see. But once you start to see, if you start to see the anointing on me, you will start to receive the anointing. Yes. If you start to see and know and even detect. But it is precious to me because of the what I see. I see on him something I've never seen on anybody that I know. You see, but many of you don't know what, what you to see on him. But what I see, there is no pastor I've known, ever known, ever, who has ever has what he has. Yes, to me, that's what I see. You see, but it's when you see that you can receive. When you don't see, you can't receive. It's right there. Because it seeth him not and knoweth him not, he cannot receive. That's why sometimes you can be near an anointed pastor, an anointed man of God, but you don't receive from him because you don't see the anointing. You just see something else. He dwelleth with you, shall be in you. When he's in you, out of your belly shall flow. Then you'll start to see, you'll start to have gifts of word of knowledge. You start to be, at least you get up to the level of the butterflies. And start to know some things without somebody telling you. You know. Spirit of seeing and knowing. Because he's in you. You know things that he, nobody would speak audibly. But you know it now. Yeah. Holy Spirit. You have word of wisdom. Like word of wisdom is for direction for your life. You start to have direction. Like you just, you just hear a word and you know that you should do it. When you don't have a word of wisdom, you may not get married. Because the Holy Spirit will not give you the wisdom of marriage. But if you can receive it, the Holy Spirit will come. All you need to get to do to get married is not prettiness. It's not being pretty. It's, it's, it's the wisdom of God. It's the anointing that makes you beauty for ashes true I've been for weddings where I saw all the slim girls in the church watching in envy 
as the bride was three, four, five times bigger than the bridegroom. The bridegroom was like an antelope. And the bride was like a, a buffalo or a hippo. And all the beauty queens in the church who feel they have perfect shape, perfect this, but they were all they were all there in jealousy. They, they couldn't do anything. Receive the word of knowledge. Receive the word of wisdom. And receive descending of spirits. You you will start to see spirits. You start to see spirits. You start to know spirits that are present. You start to see angels. Descending of spirits means seeing spirits. Knowing spirits are present. That's what's going to start happening in your life. One day, a pastor friend of mine told me he was walking in Sierra Leone, Freetown. He said he was walking over a lot of people on the road, and then a man appeared in front of him, and there was a man walking in front of him. And then something told him, I mean, the Holy Spirit, this man is a dead man. He, he doesn't know from anywhere. He was walking on the street. He told me himself. He says, walking on the street. And he saw a man. This man is dead. Suddenly, out of nowhere, a car came and knocked the man in front of him. And he died. He died in front of him in Freetown, the city. He knew it. The, The man is already dead. The Holy Spirit will start to give you words of knowledge. You know things that you don't know why you know. You don't know why you know, but you know that you know. You say, I know, 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 I know. One day I saw a door and I knew this door will one day be used for something bad. Yes. Brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit is all that you need. So, Luke eleven thirteen, we are going to seek the Holy Spirit. Ask for the Holy Spirit. Now, listen, look at me. Can you imagine God is sending us on a wild mission? He didn't say, I'll give you money. The things I've told, I told you to go into the world. Here's transport money. Here's accommodation. Here's your food. Here's whatever. Nothing like that. Here is the Holy Spirit. That's all. I'm sending you. eh? I'm sending you to the world. I won't give you transport money. Have you ever heard of such a wicked missions director? Amma. Where is Amma? Is that what you've been doing? When people are going on missions, you don't give them transport money. You don't give them... No, 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 it's okay. You don't give transport money. You don't give whatever. You have been given transport money. 
You've been given accommodation. Is it not true? It's true, Bishop. But Jesus, when he was sent on mission, he didn't give any transportation. He didn't give any. Just, I'm giving you all that you are ever going to need. Receive the Holy Spirit. All that you will ever need. Listen, my children, let me tell you. You are going to be great stars if you believe in the Holy Spirit. You are going to be great stars if you believe in the anointing. Your life will be completely different if you believe in the anointing. Yes. Yes. You're not the ordinary girls. No, 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 no. You'll be anointed. Psalm 89 verse 15. Look at it. We are, we are ending with the beginning. Psalm 89. Hey. Is that it? No. What, 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 I have spoken in a vision. What, what verse is 19, 19, 19, 19. Yes. Thou speakest in a vision. So God is speaking to you all today. Yes. How many agree that God has spoken to? And who has he spoken to? He says, I have spoken in a vision to thy holy one. How many have been attempting holiness? Oh, you are special. I know you are special. You are very special. You are very special. And I've said, I have laid help. When God was sending David to be the king, he didn't give him transportation, accommodation, Car, only anointing. Hey. God didn't give me even one thousand dollars when He was sending me. He just anointed from today. You can teach. That's all. all the money I'll ever need is in there. From today, you can teach. <laughs> all my accommodation is in those words. All my transportation and my cars are in those words. From today you can teach. Thou lay said, I have laid help on one that is mighty. You are mighty children. Stand to your feet everybody. Take out your oil. Take your oil. And put a, just a bit in your palm. Take a bit of oil. Put a bit of it on your palm. I love it. I say my... My church and my children are anointed children. Anointed children. Have you got it? Now. No more movement. No more movement. How many want to be anointed? Like, like really anointed? 
How many realize the anointing is wild? It's a wild thing. Anointing is a wild thing. Anointing is a wild thing. Now lay your hands on your head like this. Put the oil on your head. Father, is it not because you have anointed these children that you will bless them with the true anointing of the Holy Spirit? Therefore, let the oil that is upon their heads turn into the manifestation of the Holy Spirit upon their lives from now and forevermore. Whatever prophecies have been spoken in this service that Lord they shall be mighty they shall be strong the enemy shall not deceive them the wicked one shall not afflict them your mercy you will keep with them your, your covenant you will keep with them your blessing shall be upon them let it come to pass in Jesus name let them see visions let them have words of knowledge let them have words of wisdom let them see into the spirit realm breathe in right now and receive the Holy Spirit receive the Holy Ghost receive the Holy Ghost receive the Holy Ghost Breathe in again, breathe in again, breathe in again. Receive the Holy Ghost. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Receive it. Bring them to me in the front. Bring them to me in the front. Just right here. Yes. Receive the Holy Ghost. And for the third time, taking a deep breath right now and receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus. Jesus. Yes. Yes. Now lift up your hands. Lift up your hands, everybody. And receive the anointing of the power of the Holy Ghost. Receive the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Shambala Masatalabakabaradalababanda. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. Now lay hands on your heart. Lay hands on your heart. Receive the Holy Ghost into your soul. Receive. Jesus. Jesus. Thanks a million. What an anointed church, Lord. An anointed group of children. An anointed people, Lord. Specially anointed. Specially anointed to walk in the Holy Spirit. To walk in the Holy Spirit. To walk in the Holy Spirit. Thank you. 
thank you for blessing us Lord for blessing us Lord we give you praise we give you glory in the mighty name of Jesus now lay your hands on your belly out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters so let it be so let it be receive the Holy Spirit 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 Jesus 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 thank you thank you thank you Lord for your blessing upon our lives in the mighty name of Jesus we give you praise and we give you thanks whatever yoke whatever bondage whatever curse is working in your life I declare by the anointing of the Holy Spirit the curse and the yoke is broken by the anointing in the name of Jesus thank you father in Jesus mighty name put your hands down hallelujah now stay where you are close your eyes if you are here today you are not a born again Christian you cannot receive the anointing but if you want to give your life to Jesus and you want to be born again then come very quickly to the front here you want to be born again and give your life to Jesus Christ lift your hand up very quickly wherever you are and run to me in the front here I want to pray for you very quickly you are here, you, you are not sure whether you are even born again. You don't even understand it. But you want to be born again. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Come to me in the front here quickly. Very quickly. Come. I'm waiting for you. Come. Come all the way. Come. Come running. Come running. Come running to that mercy. Stand here. Where Jesus I want to give my life to God. I want to give my life to God. Come now. I want to pray with you. We are closing. God bless you. God bless you. Come. Come. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. God bless you. Come. Come on. I'm calling you. Come on to Jesus. Come running. Come running. Come running to that mercy seat where Jesus Lift your hands up, close your eyes, and say this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I give my life to God. I give my life to Jesus. Please wash me. Please cleanse me from every wickedness that is in me. Today, I open my heart. To Jesus Christ come into my heart dear Lord Jesus save me wash me 
and cleanse me. Thank you for saving me today. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I give my life, I give my heart, I give my everything to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Now, I'm giving you one of my books. One of my books. It is called How You Can Become a Strong Christian. Amen. And I want you to read it. When we close, where should they go? When we close, you see this side here. All of you standing here, when we close, come there. All right. Now, before you go back, if you are here today and you, you have not received the Holy Spirit, you don't speak in tongues yet, but you would like to receive the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues, lift your hand and come to the front. I want to pray with you before I let them go and sit down. Quickly. You don't speak in tongues. You have not received the Holy Spirit. Come. Quickly. Very important. Because... You need the Holy Spirit in you. In you. Come. All right. Wonderful. Communion stars should be getting ready now. Now, all of you who have come to the front. When we close, we are going to meet you on this side over there. You know, because we are still building, we don't have any other rooms. So we are all going to be here. But as soon as we close, come over there. And we are going to pray. I hope you are ready for them. Holy Spirit and salvation. Lift your hands. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for all these wonderful ones who have come to receive the Holy Spirit. Bless them. Anoint them. Fill them with your mighty spirit, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Go back to your seats. As soon as we close, come back. You may be seated. How many know that the anointing is real? I want an anointed church. I want anointed Christians, anointed children, anointed members. Amen. Think about it. When Jesus was sending his disciples, not a not a single penny. <laughs> not a single secret. About how to get money. Huh? Some years ago, I went to France. I had a friend in France. And I told him, I want to come to your house. Can I get a room in your house to come and pray? Wow. Wow. And I went to his house and I prayed. Do you know what I prayed for? The Holy Spirit. I was in his room praying 
one of his rooms. That was all. I never prayed for money. That's why I have money. <laughs> you will have money too. Pray for the Holy Spirit and yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Yield yourself to the the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yield Yield yourself to the unction of God. Yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Let him have his way. Yield yourself. Heal yourself to the Holy Spirit. Heal yourself to the unction of God. Yield yourself. Yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Let Him have His. Are you going to yield yourself? Yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Yield yourself to the unction of God. Yield yourself. Yield yourself to the Holy Spirit. Let him have his way. Move. Just 
Spirit to move in your life. Say it again for the last time. to move in your life. Sing it for the last time. Thank you that you are having your way. Thank you that you are moving in our lives. Thank you. And as we come before the table of the Lord, we declare this bread lifted up to be the body of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the whole wide world. And as we receive it, we receive the power of God into our lives. We receive healing, the dissolving of all forms of confusion and wickedness in our lives. The breaking of yokes and the healing of our bodies and of our lives. Every financial problem is healed as we receive this communion. Thank you. In Jesus' name, the body of Jesus Christ. like this blood Jesus said my blood is drink indeed Father as we come before your table you said when I see the blood when I see the blood when I see the blood when I see when I see the blood when I see the blood Lord see the blood now see the blood see the blood see the blood in our lives see the blood that we are drinking see the blood that we have received See the blood that we have believed in. See the blood, Lord. And let every evil pass over and pass away from our doorstep and our, and our homes, Lord. Let no wicked thing come near our houses, Lord. Let no dark shadow come to our homes, Lord. Let no coffin come to our houses, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, when I see the blood, I shall pass over. May whatever is called wicked 
whatever is called evil whatever is called dark whatever is called sin whatever is called evil let it not come near your house and your home from today in the name of Jesus the blood of Jesus Christ On a hill far away Stood an old rugged cross Yes The emblem of suffering and shame And I love that old cross of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you. ABC Tonight. My name is Daniel Garcia. I worked at my family's bakery. My life used to be pretty normal until I met Noah Hamilton. That's when everything changed. My brother and the most famous woman in the world. Sometimes two unlikely ingredients. There's a thing about him. Make the most amazing combination. I just want to make sure you know what you're signing up for. I know that my life can get pretty crazy. I think I could do a little crazy. The Baker and the Beauty. Series premiere tonight, 10, 9 central on ABC. ABC Tonight, the next chapter of The Bachelor Journey begins. Welcome to Listen to Your Heart. Listen to your heart. 20 single musicians look for the perfect duet. When she sings to me, it just leaves me speechless. Will a passion for music lead to a lasting love? I've dreamt of being with somebody who shares the same passion that I do. Or end on a sour note? It's no fun singing a love song when you're not in love. The Bachelor presents Listen to Your Heart, a six-episode event, tonight at 8, 7 central on ABC.